Hey everybody, welcome to the Devin Hour Podcast. This is your host, Devin. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Before we get into it, I just want to say a couple of things. Shout out to everybody who tuned into the live recording of this episode. We had a really, really good time. Also, thank you, Zoe, from the Shade With Your Tea podcast for being my guest host for the week. We had a great discussion about sex, kinks, uh, sexuality, body positivity, the whole nine yards. So everybody go check her podcast out, Shade With Your Tea, and hopefully you enjoy this episode. Once again, thank you to everybody who tuned in live. And look out for more, because we have a lot more coming up. Thank you. Welcome to the Devon Hour. Yay! I'm happy to finally have you on the show. I feel like this has been like a long time coming, to be honest. No, for real. Like, even with my hiatus and coming back and stuff like that, I was like, I have to get him on the show. But I want to pick, like, a perfect topic for us to just go and longevity about it. So, yeah, it come, trust me, it's not, I didn't forget about you. It's coming. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> and don't worry, I can talk about any and everything, girl. I got you. So whenever you want me on um, Shade With Your Tea, I'll be right there. You my sis. But speaking of that hiatus, I was like, what is happening with Shade With Your Tea? Is everything good? <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. All right. So, um, Abby and I decided that it'd be best if we split because she wants to focus on her music career. Right. So, I didn't want to hold her um, from, you know, being productive and being successful in that aspect of things and stuff mm-hmm. like that um, and get in the way, nor did she want to get in my way because I knew what from the jump I wanted to be within the podcast industry and, you know, become successful that way. She yeah. wanted to do so many other things, but had very little time to accomplish everything. Right, right. Um, so for me, this is something I'm working on myself anyways. Is like I have to learn how to be a better team player mm-hmm. and just know that, like, in my mind, it's like, all right, I don't want nobody half-assing my shit. Like, if I'm not half-assing it, you're not about to half-ass me. So right. <laughs> I was just like, I'm always going to support you. I wish you 100% and stuff like that. And we went our different ways. She's becoming even more successful. She does She's like killing shows it. and stuff like that. And she has yeah. music all over the place. So I'm very, very proud of her. Um, I want to eventually, like, once Outside is open again, have her on the show as a guest and just, like, yeah. our differences and how we went this way and whatever. But um, with everything going on, I don't know when that's going to happen. That's true. <laughs> but I feel like that would be a great episode because then you can have an episode broadcasting how to split amicably and maturely. Like, you guys came to a decision which is best for the both of you, which is, at the end of the day, the most important thing, that you do something that is best for for the individual. So I think that's going to be a great episode. Negative or something like that. I want it to be as positive as possible. Right. Um, But, you know, women... And just this industry in general, it always comes off like one's being more cutthroat than the other. And it wasn't that case. We both kind of came to that decision as a, a group. So, Because people want to see drama between women. It's like well, and misogyny is entertaining to people. Misogyny <laughs> is so entertaining. But, <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, this this is really good. Because I, when I heard your first episode, I was like, oh, my girl's always back. 
Period. I was so I was so happy to hear and your that's voice again. What? <laughs> okay. I came back and I was like, I'm ready. Like I took the the hiatus because I was nervous because I was so used to working with people mm-hmm. that I felt like working by myself. It wasn't even that I didn't have the confidence within myself. It's just I was so used to having a different person to be dependent on. Right. Um. So my hiatus and my rebranding, aside from it being supportive of just being a solo project and getting it around, just basing it around me again, it was just more the getting comfortable being myself mm-hmm. and being just having those conversations by myself for an hour. Like, all right, I'm really going to be sitting here talking to myself. I'm talking to y'all, but I'm talking to myself for an mm-hmm. hour. And that's and the hardest thing. It's so funny. Like, yeah. I'm used to being like, bitch, that's not funny. But it's funny to me, but it's not funny to y'all. But like... <laughs> But it took time. So, like, that episode, that Welcome Back Zoe episode really was just like a, oh, my God, I had to get it off my chest. I'm so glad that I'm here. I'm so glad that you guys are loving it. I'm like, you know, I'm glad you guys are supporting it. Um, But it was scary as shit. Like, yeah, dude, I, I don't know how you do this solo. This solo shit is scary, <laughs> yo. No, it is. It really is. When I first started doing the Devon Hour, I was, like, just having friends as, like, a rotating chair. And there will be some weeks where, you know, friends can't come on the show because schedules, whatever. So I would have to do it by myself. And it was terrifying because I literally, I literally felt stupid because I was like, I'm talking to myself. I'm talking to myself. But you kind of have to turn that mic into like a person. You know what I mean? Like you have to use that mic as if like you're actually talking to someone. And so nice. you kind of have to build that dialogue. But yeah, it gets difficult, but once you start um, getting in the swing of things and you realize your routine and your style, girl, you're going to get it. Listen, this and your podcast is good. Like, uh, but then it's like, it's also, it's better because then I'm not cutting my own self off. Like, I'm so used to, like, waiting for someone else to finish their thought to say something. But I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm waiting for. It's just me here. So right. <laughs> I'll just say what I got to say. But it's definitely becoming a little bit easier. But that first... That shit was hard as fuck. It's just like, oh my god. Like, yeah. Oh. I didn't even want to do a whole like hour at first. I was like, I'm gonna just stop it at 30 minutes and we're gonna leave it at that. But like yeah. it's gotten better. So I'm That's happy. really good. I'm happy to hear that. So for the listeners, because I'm gonna upload this live onto SoundCloud and all the other good stuff later on. Okay. Um for the listeners, me and Zoe we met each other at a, a Gotham Podcast Studio networking event seminar situation seminar podcast like yeah something like that yeah Yeah. which was really cool because we got to meet like a whole bunch of different people i got to meet my most favorite bitch in the whole entire world just latasha and i almost had a heart attack i saw her and i was like (laughs) because i love her we like freaked out when we were talking about horrible decisions i think we were all just standing by the bar and someone said that we was like you here for that too? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> when I was like, because I got the, um, what was it, the VIP because I won it? Yeah. Off camp. I won it through Mandy. So I was hype as fuck. So I was like, oh my God. Oh, I wow. I'm obsessed with horrible decisions. Like, obsessed. Like, to the point where it's like, you know, I live in the Bronx. So I used to always be downtown. Like, oh my God, I'm going to bump into Wheezy. I've never bumped into her yet. But when it happens. <laughs> When it happens, <laughs> but meeting Mandy was just such an eye-opening experience because she's so down to earth. And mm-hmm. you see these people as like, oh my gosh, like they're idols, but 
they're so down to earth they're so open they're willing to help and stuff like that which was like mind-blowing to me so this is why i definitely love the podcast community a lot more yeah because we're so open to collabing with each other and just helping each other out and supporting like oh we don't have that enough everywhere else but if we as a community in the podcast community just set that example the world would be so much better like please. yeah for real for real but yeah like that was crazy meeting mandy b was like because they always say don't meet your idols don't meet these famous people but like she was actually genuinely like really cool she was like email me because i want to have you guys on my show like just just on some humble shit willing to help elevate others which is the dopest thing ever so yeah that's so cool but your podcast what i like about it the most um is that how positive you are number one about sex which i think is so cool because you really don't get to see a lot of black women be open and honest about their sexuality which sucks because i feel as though personally for me like i really feel like black women get put down a lot when it comes to being sexually expressive um so like how do you how would you define sex like um sex positivity um i feel like sex positivity as long as you're 100 percent okay with who you are Mm -hmm. what you like that kind of pushes in the way of becoming more sexually sexually positive um, mm-hmm. because you can't be a hundred percent with yourself unless you're comfortable. You know what I mean? Like when I first started as a, like started coming out as a bisexual, I was nervous as shit. Like I was just mm-hmm. like, Oh my God, he was not. Cause you know, you see those kind of like those rumors or those just misconceptions, those kind of people like, Oh, you shouldn't be those kind of people or, you know, people are not going to like you. When you get that kind of stuff in your head, you kind of become a bigger problem for yourself. Right. Um, and you start, you're your own worst enemy when it comes to that kind of stuff. So just be more open to it and you start to see more people that are open to it and educating yourself. You become more sexually positive and want to be more open to talk about it. Because if we're not talking about it, then like people think it's weird. Like there's so many things that I've learned just with the podcast alone mm-hmm. that I would have thought if I was so ignorant to not looking into it i would have thought it was disgusting or weird but it's not like it's just it's a beautiful thing sex is so beautiful it's so intimate why not talk about it why not talk and about natural it younger generations so they properly are informed like why are we not talking about it why is why is it so like beat into us as children from like our older generations that it's not proper to talk or it's not proper to act a certain way right like, we should just be more open. Not, I'm not saying go around and be like, hey, like, I'm not saying that, but <laughs> just being more open to talk about it and creating that that space to be open to talk about it. Because, like, growing up, I didn't talk about any of the stuff with my parents. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that I know now, it's sad to say, is from the internet or from just me learning. Like, why why aren't we talking about it with parents? Why? Yeah. why, why like, it's so weird. So po- sex positivity is so huge and so big to me because it's it's opening and creating that space for people to, to talk about it and be okay. Yeah. No, for real. Because, like, growing up, when you go to school, when you were in school, they really didn't educate you on sex that well. You kind of knew about um, how I like to address it as coitus. 
um, which is, oh, yeah, girl, I went to school, bitch. <laughs> um, coitus is mainly uh, just heterosexual sex, uh, male-female penetration. That's what coitus is. And that's all you really learn. You really don't learn about um, having gay sex or I almost say gay right. sex or having like anal sex or, you know, sex between two men, sex between two right. women. It's always so heteronormative. And I what absolutely that, hate it. What show was that called Married at First Sight where that girl was like uh, <laughs> Caucasian sex? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, what, <laughs> that's what I call heterosexual sex. Caucasian sex. Like, spice it up. Get a girl. Get a guy. Whatever. Like, Yes. Embrace your sexuality. Please. Just do it and get it all out your system now because when, you know, you lock down. <laughs> right. Do? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, but I like how open and honest you are when you have these conversations. I guess that's where I can see like the horrible decisions inspiration right there. Oh yes. I think they taught me how to be okay with it. Because at first it was just like, you know, when we I mean when we first started, mind mm-hmm. you, I started when I was still in school and I was just doing it with a rent like bunch of friends and stuff and even they were just weird about it. They're just like, Oh, I don't want people to hear me talking about this or think of me like this. But it's just like these are random and regular conversations my friends used to have. We used to always right. have conversations with sex or share sex stories. So in my mind I'm just like, well, why are we like talking about it and a lot of people are just like well i don't want people to know what i do i get that but don't you think that like some people might want to hear it just so they can go oh, okay i'm not weird oh you right. like that too oh this like when i heard that uh mandy what did she say she got off on she got off with some some type of like category on Pornhub, and i know i used to watch it and i used to think something was wrong with me and i was mm-hmm. like oh, i'm into some weird shit and she used to say oh that shit is so normal i used to do that back in the day and da 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 and they both were just like girl that is so old you should you should watch this and i'm like wow it's normal to watch what i watch on Pornhub. okay <laughs> so when we talk about it it's good so i don't know i think that sex should be talked about everywhere i mm. think sexually properly taught in school like not just the the heterosexual like people need to be taught in school the other ways if you're into women if you're into guys like it should be pushed more educationally just for the simple fact that people and children that are in those ages i'm not saying children as like middle school i mean like high school kids that are coming out and are completely 100 percent aware of what they want to be need to know that it's okay to be going in those directions you know what i mean like if we're mm-hmm. so into you have to be into a man and you have to be a woman and this this and this like you have to just this this and this i feel like with america like we have we still view sex as taboo oh yes and i think that's absolutely annoying because when you go overseas you look at like the uk you look at europe like they are there's legit titties on tv <laughs> that people <laughs> People aren't afraid to talk about sex or afraid to uh, embrace sexuality. But you come over here, which is supposed to be, like, the freest country in the whole goddamn world, and, like, you can't even flash a nipple on television without somebody freaking out. And I'm just like, get over yourself. <laughs> I mean, you would think that the land of the free and everything is, as you know, as far as, like, freedom of speech, you would think people would have more thought to put sex out there but sex sex is so taboo like right. but the sex media 
Like the industry of sex is outstanding. Like Pornhub and the rest of the like the movies productions and the porn stars and all that kind of stuff. Like that's people's lives and it's it's so ugh. People put such a bad name onto it, but I think it's a beautiful thing. Like I right. I love porn. I love porn stars. I'm not saying I would marry a porn star, but I'm just saying I appreciate their work. I support all sex workers. I think what they do, everyone does what they have to do for a hustle, and that that they feel like that's the only way to get about it, then do it. But um, I don't feel like shaming anyone for what they do is the proper way of going about it. You all do right. it. Like, exactly. So gosh. as a black woman, do you ever feel like your own sexuality has been like shamed or like shunned? Like, Do you feel like it's kind of, it's harder for you to really express yourself sexually in comparison to like your white counterparts? Uh, (laughs) it depends on the crowd right like if i was hanging out with my white counterparts being as openly sexual is looked at you like you're weird but when they do it it's normal Mm -hmm. i work with um well my job my nine to five actual is predominantly white so when they get out of character and they're F this and I wish I had sex da, 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 da. I'm looking at them like <laughs> oh my gosh I can't believe you knowing I say this that and the third time um, Barbara else, how could you like <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's just it's crazy because if if it was the other way around, they would look at me and just be like, I can't believe you said something like that. Like, mm-hmm. we need to call HR. We need to, like, you know, what I mean? it's just so weird coming from a black person opposed to, like, when a white person does it, it's okay. Like, they can say, mm-hmm. I love sucking cock and this, this, and this. But when we say it, <laughs> call the cops. What are they doing? They need to be fired. This is unacceptable. Like, it's just harder, as, especially as a black woman, because everything we do is looked at and checked and oh you shouldn't be doing that like you know what i mean like everything we're supposed to be a certain guideline and as soon as we step out of it we're checked back into that guideline so being a black woman that's openly sexual that open like openly talks about it i'm definitely looked at a certain way um especially in the black community because you know we're we're raised to be this hospity in such a way like it took me a very Mm -hmm. long time to start coming around churches because they would look at me, and you know churches love to gossip, so <laughs> <laughs> they were looking at me, and they would look at my mother, and they'd be like, mm. but it's just, you gotta be sure within yourself. Having that decision to be openly sexual, or having that confidence in yourself is a character-building experience. Like, you have to want to do it, and know that it's gonna come with a lot of bullshit. Yeah, I feel like the stigma around sex and black people I feel as though is rooted in racism because when we look at let's say like porn categories like BBCs, the Mandingos, the BBWs, like every single when you see sex within porn or within media and it involves black people is usually something negative or like a fetish about our skin or something about our skin, yeah. And this I think is it's nasty. Like I'm I'm just looking at people like you're really objectifying human nature. Like, do you not understand <laughs> what you're doing? And it's a fetish though. Like how yeah. do you feel about like when you do go for 
um, someone outside your race? Do you mm-hmm. feel like you're being fetishized? Like that, and I just had that conversation on an episode about the whole interracial thing. It's just like, do I want to step out of my comfort zone of going to a different race and be looked at as, oh yeah, my big black cock or my, you know what I mean? Like that shit is weird. But is it out of because they don't know the proper terminology or the proper way to come across you and say it the right way, or are you being a fetish to them? Because that's the thing. Like going on those categories and Pornhub and stuff like that, you see ebony this, Latina this, Asian this, and then you see a beautiful brunette. Like why the fuck they gotta be beautiful brunettes and we gotta be everything else? We gotta be everything else. (laughs) White woman gets ravaged by savage black men. Like (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. That sounds like her damn problem to me. No, it's true. But, I had this discussion with my friends um, at school. I don't, I don't understand. Like, I want, I would love to get further into it. Like, reach out. Gag, mm-hmm. gag. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was saying, like, I had this discussion with my friends at school. And I was like, I really sometimes feel as though if I were to talk to somebody outside my race that I'm personally being fetishized because they, because sometimes when I do talk to people outside of their other, outside of my race, like, they always make it a point, like, oh, I've never been with a, a black dude before, or, um, or I've been with other black people before, or I've been with black dudes before, da da and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Did you, do you ever heard, uh, what line is it that I hate, that I just, I think I said a couple of days ago, oh, the, I'm not racist, my closest friend is black, or my, my stepsister, like, you have that weird thing, like, they, they have to find, like, the craziest relative to say, oh, yeah, I'm black, I hang out with those kind of people, I'm not racist, like, you don't have to tell me that you hang out with black people, or that you dated another black person to let me know that you're not racist, like, I'm already, in my mind, taking a chance on dabbling into you, right. <laughs> like, don't constantly remind me that I'm dating someone outside my life. Because <laughs> when I'm dating someone black, he's not going, oh, I've never dated a black girl before. Like, come on. Like, why Why do they have to point it out every time? And then it's just like you're going into the, when you meet in the family, that's a whole nother, you know, expense in itself. It's just like, how do I mentally prepare myself to go into meeting a family that could possibly be racist or that could possibly not have a thing for black people or this, or, you know what I mean? Like it's, but it's the other way around too. Like we're so quick as black people to say, "Oh, they're racist towards us," but we be acting like we not racist towards them. Because I know I be saying some racist shit. I know. I <laughs> so I don't know about everybody else, but I I can't imagine me dating someone out my race and them coming home because I know my family and they gonna look at me and be like, "Yeah, <laughs> him though." Like, right. Like. We say some crazy shit, too. So we just have to expect, like, we have to accept that it's both sides. Yeah, for real. Yeah, it is both sides. I think there's definitely stigmas on both sides when it comes to sex in general. But switching gears a little bit, one thing I noticed about, like, sex positivity, I think it also plays a part within body positivity as well. Because how you feel about yourself and how your body may reflect on how you feel about yourself sexually. Especially if, you know, for me as a bigger queen, (laughs) you know, like, it it took a while for me to really, like, get comfortable with myself and get comfortable expressing myself sexually because there's so, there's a stigma. Not only am I a black person, I'm a fat black person. Um, So, 
it's like you expressing yourself sexually is always being repressed. So like I feel like the more marginalized you get, like the more you are being put down within the societal hierarchy, I guess you could say, um, the the less you're able to really express yourself sexually, you know. And for black women, it's like, don't you even dare! <laughs> don't you even dare bring it up. You see how they look at Megan Thee Stallion, so much right? Stuck against us. You're black. You're a woman. You're this. You're that. Like yeah. it's just. And then for you as a bisexual woman, that we can't even breathe without being corrected or something like that. So it's just after you, you know, push aside the whole, okay, you're black. And then it does come with the whole body stuff like that with the way, you know, the society is set today. If you're not sit and built like a damn Kardashian, you ain't nothing to worth look at. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) you gotta be big, but you can't be too big. You gotta be small, but you can't be a stick. And you gotta like, it's too much. And I can understand why it comes with the other ways, like when women really like get down about themselves, about how they look and how they portray themselves, because it's just like what people want is so unrealistic. Like not mm-hmm. everybody is built like a damn Kardashian. The damn Kardashians are not built like Kardashians. So like, why are, we, why are we being held to those kind of standards and then are expected to be 100% confident in this? And You know what I mean? Like you have to pour that into people for them to express that and that's mm-hmm. why like when i say the whole like sex positivity thing is we need to start pouring that shit into health classes and stuff like that it's mm-hmm. okay to play. it's okay to be this it's okay to be that because the more negative ways we start pouring into these kids is why we have these problems with the suicides and the this and the threatening and the bullies and all that kind of stuff because people feel like you have to look this one way when no one looks that way like if people realize how much Photoshop and, you know, makeup and this and the right way of curves and the right angles, like, if people just knew how all that shit really came about, they wouldn't look this way or they wouldn't feel this type of way. But, like, we have to, if not with, you know, the rest of the community, if with the Black community itself, we have to start pouring into these. We're going to talk about the younger generation because the older generation is they got what they got. That's what it. But, like... <laughs> The younger generation, we gotta pour into them. Like, listen, it's okay to, you know, it's okay to be gay. It's okay to be lesbian. It's okay to be a little thicker. It's okay to be skinny. It's like you, someone's still gonna want you for you, mm-hmm. and be proud of that. So I feel like body positive, like body positivity, is goes hand in hand with sex positivity. Because for sure. How could you express who you are as a person? And what you want out of somebody else. If you don't wholeheartedly love who. Is it my connection? Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, like I said, you if you can't wholeheartedly, like, love who you are and what you look like, why, how could you project that? Right. Exactly. That's why we really need to, we really need to em- tell these kids to embrace who you are. Love yourself. Um, love your body and don't be afraid and don't be afraid to express yourself sexually is a thing that we all do naturally is a thing that we all want to get involved in well for the most part shout out to the asexual community but <laughs> you know a lot of us really, a lot of us engage in sex right a lot of us engage in sex so let's talk about it and let's just embrace it and let's not put people um, down because of their body type or how they 
sexually express themselves. You know, one thing you made a really, really good point um, when you were talking about your bisexuality, <laughs> right? I feel we can get into this because I really feel like bisexual people get it the worst. Oh, oh, I feel like everybody kind of, kind of <laughs> get it bad. Like you, we could play the oppression Olympics all day, but bisexual people is like, you guys don't know what you want. Yeah. If you're this or you're this, you can't be both. It's, who the fuck is you? Yeah, <laughs> or you're or you're a whore because you're sleeping with this or you're sleeping with that. It's kind of oh like gosh. what? But here you go, being Whoa. a cisgendered people heterosexual so man. Scary. Yeah, people are so scared, and people are so mean. Like, oh my gosh! Like, I feel like you know what it is. I feel like bisexual men get it worse than bisexual women because you know mm. people still have that like that level standard. Like, oh, you you could be a lesbian or you can be into girls. You know, you know, because guys like that shit. But if it's a guy, you you can't take dick and give dick. Like, you can't do it. <laughs> but that. It, that's how people look at it. Like you can't, you can't give and take. That's not how it works. But for women, I could do it. Like it's weird. Like it's not as hard to be understood as a bisexual woman as it is as a bisexual man. Right. And I'm not gonna sit here and act like I understand what they go through because I can't. Like I, I have a friend who is bisexual, and the hate that he gets off just a regular comment that like, even and it's crazy it doesn't even come from just straight guys it comes from gay guys too because gay guys are just like how are you nah you fucking women Mm-mm. Right. <laughs> you're straight like how nigga you gay because you fucking dudes and da, 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 da. <laughs> 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 people oh my gosh i just in my mind, I'd like to think that people say crazy shit and they fear what they don't understand. Um, a projection. So that's just kind of how I just like. If you don't understand what I like, then that's fine. That's okay. You because you're not me. I know what I like. I know what I could do. I know who I do it with, and that's that. You don't have to fully, wholeheartedly understand who I am. Um, but you have to expect. You have to respect me about it. You know what I mean? Like I'm not going out my way and ill him. You're straight. Just that, uh, like I'm not doing that. You know what I mean? Like, and you, no king shaming here. So, like, you do what you do. I do what I do. But um, I wish everyone would think the same way that I did. I wish right. a lot of people would think the same way and promote it that way and just be like, listen, they're into this one, they're into this, blah blah blah, whatever. But I definitely feel like bisexual men get it ten times worse than bisexual. For sure, men. no, for sure. I definitely there is definitely a stigma when it comes to bisexual men. But even with like bisexual women, you with, bisexual women are viewed as like uh, it's just a phase. You know what I mean? You yeah. you really just want dick. It's really You're not that serious. You know what I hate, I, and I've been hearing it since. Um, and I'm not even gonna say that I've been hearing it since middle school because I like I knew women in middle school that did mm-hmm. like come out as bisexual. But in my mind, I just I couldn't wholeheartedly understand it because in my mind I'm like, damn, we still like. We still growing. Like we're right. still trying to figure out if boys are really girls or have I couldn't wholeheartedly understand why or how they could, you know, wholeheartedly believe that they are um what do you call it, bisexual as women at such a young age. But you often get that like phrase, oh, it's just a phase every girl goes through it it's a curious thing or oh it only happens when she's drunk no if she's saying that she is then accept it like why do you feel like you have to come up with all these 
you know, excuses for her because you don't understand or because you don't want to understand. All rooted in homophobia. Like, oh, it's just a phase. Oh, what happens yep. when you're drunk is nothing. Who, like, how are you going to tell me what I am? Like, you know what I mean? Right. I take it for it. Period. So now. And then tell me all about it. So now I got a little. <laughs> uh, it's not like a, it's not a game, but I guess like a little question and answer type. Um, about sex, since we love we love that so much. Uh, <laughs> okay. So it's just like little things just to get to know you, I guess. Right. So, okay. so your favorite sexual position. So favorite sex position. Favorite sex position. Um, for like today or for like the week. <laughs> <laughs> today. Uh, <laughs> um. I would like to say for today, I would think missionary. Um, and I'm going to say missionary because it could just be brought into several different um, positions, but it's more intimate. Like when you're really into that person, mm -hmm. that's a, a intimate type of position. Like I'm looking in your eyes, you're getting crazy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but that's not for everybody. Like I don't want everyone looking in my face, so. <laughs> for today, for I'm, say. I'm good for a cover your eyes. Like, <laughs> don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> like, don't even breathe my direction. Don't kiss me. Like, I'm good for that too. Like, if it's like one of those like one night stand kind of things, don't kiss me. Like, Ugh, don't touch me. Like, right. just stick in, stick out, get out. <laughs> but, <laughs> Period. Today's gonna be cute. So, <laughs> what is one kink that you have? One kink. Come <laughs> on, oh, I'm into some shit. Um, okay. Zoe. So, like I've been telling everyone, like you listen to the show, you know that I'm like into the BDSM thing. So mm -hmm. right now, I would like to say, um, aside from BDSM, um, I kind of am into like the whole like femdom thing. Like, I want to get into it. I want to, like, really, like, when, I'm telling you, when outside is open, <laughs> like, it's I want to be a financial dom dominatrix. Like, I want to pull up to an ATM with some white rich guy on his knees, and I'm going to just tell him, pull out stacks. Like, I don't care. Don't talk to me. Don't look at me. You know, talk down. Like, I want to do that. Like, I want to just be very dominant. So, I think that's going to be something soon, so. I live for that. Always for it, don't worry. But that's that's I think that's my next kink. <laughs> I live for that. Wait, can you explain to me like um more of what BDSM is? I know it's bondage. Is it is it sadism? Sadism? Sad. Right. Sadism. And then sadism. sadism, and then the dominant aspect of dominant, pain. Okay. So it's you know like um inflicting pain or having pain inflicted with you. Um, for um onto you and stuff like that. Some people are into it. Some people aren't. Um, it's definitely something people should try out, but it's definitely something that you have to have limits with because mm -hmm. that's something that can go very far, very fast. Right. So like you know the whole cute little paddle and like the whip and the hot waxes kind of stuff like that. It's cute. But if you're not into it, or you don't have a type of tolerance for that kind of pain, or pain isn't something that turns you on, how would mm -hmm. you it? Um, but it's also, like, being the dominant one, 
isn't for everyone either. Some people do play into being the submissive. So, um, you know, doing the whole like daddy master all that kind of stuff. Like it's a lot of role things that I mean role play things that play into the whole BDSM. But it's something I feel like people should dabble into just to see what they like, just to explore a little bit more. Um, someone said not the wax. Why? The wax is good. I like the wax. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's something you have to do with someone you trust. Um, so like go into one of those like sex um caves and stuff like that that we have down here where you know we do like the um you know the little sex parties and all that kind of stuff don't do any of that stuff yet do something with the partner that you trust and you just go get like a little cute little starter bdsm kit from like <laughs> a spencer's or a sex shop or whatever and you start off there the blindfolds the feather the handcuffs the leash you start off with baby stuff and then you work your way up is the don't media depiction with the paddle don't do that right huh? is the media depiction of bdsm accurate so like when you look at 50 shades of gray like is that accurate to a degree mm. like i feel like the 50 shades again he's definitely more of a, a masochist than anything else um he was more the one that was inflicting all the pain so it's to a degree. It could get very, very far. I hate talking about kinks with somebody I'm interested in because people think I'm on 10 all the time. <laughs> I feel you, because that's me. <laughs> you can't you can't throw it in on like a first date. Like, hey, what kind of kinks you're in? Oh, I like being tied up and gagged and all that kind of thing. I'll be like, oh, check. <laughs> it's crazy. So, <laughs> but. Um, the ball and mouth is amazing. Time now. Yeah, the the gag and I'm gonna send you a picture of mine. <laughs> I'm gonna send you. A, I'm, I'm gonna send you a picture of because I have like the baby starter kit because I wanted to do it. Um, I wanted to bring it on to like one of the shows before we like went to go. Um, you know, record whatever, and I wanted to like have it to show it for one of the episodes. Right. But um, you know, obviously with quarantine happening, we can't do that yet. So I have the thing. So maybe I'll just take a picture of it and post it or share it with you so you can see it. But it comes with like a ball you know and thing, mm -hmm. whatever comes with the leash it comes with the hot wax it comes with the like old your own little vibrator like the kit's really cute it's nice you dabble nipple clamps but you have to like i said limits if you're not into it say so have a safe word that kind of stuff but you know dev i got my kinks i don't care don't slash me what <laughs> <laughs> We don't slut shame. We don't. We don't kink shame. That's what it is. We don't we're kink shame. We love it. Oh, but Tynell didn't know you were into that. I'm just shocked. <laughs> That's it. Where did you get the kit? Um, I got my kit from Spencer's. I got it when I was in Albany um, while I was in school. So Spencer's usually has it. Um, you could do um, Adam and Eve, the sex website, uh, sex toy website. They have good ones. Um, but any sex shop should have it. If you go to, like, a, a place where you can get, like, all those, like, free little DVDs or whatever, they'll have them in there. So. Period. All right. Yeah. So that, we spent a lot of time on kinks. <laughs> what is uh, your worst sexual experience? My worst sexual experience? The first time I did anal. Girl, I felt like 
it was a SVU series going on. Like in my head, <laughs> like I heard the music in my head. Like I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> like mm -hmm. I was like, get the fuck off me. Like I felt like I was gonna fight him. And you ain't had no food. I thought we had everything. Like, you know, I even did the coconut oil just in case. Like, we did the lube. We did the coconut. Listen, that shit ain't no joke. I don't care how relaxed is relaxed. Just, like, how? Like, I want to do it again. Like, and everyone's like, oh, prep with the plugs and stuff like that. Oh, plugs come in the kit, too. But, yeah, prep with the plugs and all that kind of stuff. And I want to, but in my mind, I keep hearing the theme song, so I can't get myself to do it. But I want to so bad. Like, I want to try it. I want to try it just so I can have a whole conversation about it. Right. But that shit scared the fuck out of me. I couldn't. I felt tears coming down. I felt like I was being taken advantage of. So it just never happened again. So my was worst one was <laughs> when, oh, my God, I was on Grinder, And <laughs> I was on Grinder, and I met this dude. And I was like, all right, so we about to just do this real quick, 15 minutes. <laughs> because I was ready. I had to go. I had to keep it pushing real quick. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. why this dude, he didn't know what he was doing. I'm on my back, right? Legs up in the air, looking stupid. And he don't know what he's doing. I'm looking at him like... Was it his first time? I don't know what it was. It but, I mean, he was talking all that shit. In the, um, don't they always? In the conversation. <laughs> so, I was expecting the works. So, I was like, alright, period. No. It was not it. I was mad as hell, and I was like, okay, boy, you could just go. <laughs> you could hate those guys that talk so much, they're like, oh, you about to do this, you about to do that, da 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 And then it'd be like two strokes, and then they'd be done. Come on. In my mind, I'd be like, you deserve to go out of a window, not the front door. Like, you gotta no. climb out the window, because the audacity of you to waste my time. I gave you the opportunity to feel you something special. You guess on the show. <laughs> you, could, you, could, you could come on the show. Oh, is just, that time now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just be ready, because I have some shit to talk about, so you can definitely come. Oh, you will have a great time talking to Tynell, okay? <laughs> this dude, when I tell you, he he told me some stories, and I was looking at him like, oh, wow. Yes. So I, I think he'll be a great, time. yeah, I think he'll be great for your show. He's really, <laughs> he's interesting, he's an interesting character. <laughs> okay, next question. Okay, last one. Um, I don't. Are you, have you ever had sex in like a crazy spot, like a crazy place? I mean, like define crazy. As in, like out of the norm, like not in I the mean, bedroom. I mean, a lot of my sex was not in the bedroom. <laughs> but, um, I think the craziest so far was probably like the back of the U-Haul truck. The U-Haul truck. Listen. I feel like you're judging me. <laughs> no, I'm like, like wow. Because up in your voice, and I don't know. Because like, I'm thinking about a U-Haul truck. I know it's it's kind of like, it's like metal. Isn't it cold? <laughs> like, and it's just a big spot. <laughs> big empty <laughs> space. <laughs> um, um, okay, so the story is I was helping a friend move. And her couch was in the back with the rest of their stuff or whatever. And it was okay. like her, her boyfriend, his friend or whatever. 
And obviously, when you had the truck, there's only two people going to sit in the front. Everybody's going to sit in the back. So we sat in the back. and You in the front? We was, no, I was in the back. It, she, her and her boyfriend was in the front. So they made Yeah, you and the boyfriend's friend. Yes. So we sit in the back on the couch. And while the truck is driving, we just... It was nice. It gave me a flashback. I was like, oh, bitch, poetic justice. Okay. Like, <laughs> but that was probably one of the craziest places I ever. Because I was more like a spur of the moment kind of thing. Like, it happens. Period. Like, if I want sex, I want sex. That's kind of what happened. So. <laughs> you spat. I spat on the chick back once. Wait, were you trying to act like you nutted and you didn't? Tano? Oh, can boy. Can, we, can you hold that story? <laughs> Save that for shade with your tea. Yeah, let's talk about the fake coming stuff next episode because that's gonna be funny. Because <laughs> I've done a couple of fake ones, so <laughs> I, I feel like I'm almost known for it. Like I just been, ah, yep, you sure did, Daddy. Go ahead. Woo. Gotta build these niggas' egos. Hello. <laughs> you don't want to be mean all the time, you know? Right. Yeah, but the U-Haul one was interesting because when I think U-Haul, I think of a cold, dark place. I don't know why I think that. It, was, <laughs> it definitely was dark and stuff like that. But <laughs> I felt like it was scary because in my mind, I'm like, yo, something is going to, like, fall on us. But, like, you know, it happened. Um, and my friend thought it was the funniest thing in the world. She was like, bitch, you really thought y'all was low? We can hear you do the thing. You know, shit's thin as fuck, right? And I was Period. like, oh. <laughs> My bad. If I was the front owner, I'd be like, bitch, on my couch. <laughs> <laughs> better clean that shit up, bitch. No. Nope. I'm like, if you don't go get that damn dresser I, over there. To be honest with you, I felt like I was being set up. Because why the fuck would you put me back there anyway? Like, Your friends knew what they were doing. I they, feel like he could have just sat back there by himself. But, you know, it is what it is. It happened. So I'm going to try to U-Haul shit. <laughs> Do it. It's fun. And then, like, when they hit potholes. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. Because I'm like, I know you live in the Bronx. So you telling me you were doing that in bumpy-ass Bronx? <laughs> Stop it, okay? Bitches <laughs> <laughs> on top. I didn't have to do nothing, okay? <laughs> like, what? It's fun. It was definitely fun. I, that's probably one of my favorite stories. That's I hilarious. I, mean, like, I do crazy shit, but, like, not crazy shit, like, outside. I wish I was. I mean, I wish I d did more, like, outside shit. Not that we're sitting in the house. I wish I had more sex outside. I did. So, like, car sex is normal. Um, I'm never going to do beach sex because it's the thought of having sand in my twat is disgusting. So, like, sand. I don't know how people do it. I think you got to set up a tent first. I feel like I've seen, you know, I've seen people do it. Like, I went to a nudist beach, and I've definitely seen it. And in my mind, I'm just like, that looks like it hurts. Because you just has the towel. and But I just, you can sit on the towel all you want at the beach, and sand is going to get yeah. everywhere. So I don't know how people do it, but it's not a fantasy of mine. So I don't. <laughs> I can't imagine having no sand crumbs in my damn pussy. I can't do that. Hello? Hello? <laughs> 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 You'd be mad as hell in the shower later, like, damn, this shit's still in there. Just, just come and sand. Disgusting. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, before we get out of here, just tell um, the people about your podcast. Okay. Okay. Hey, what's up, y'all? Um, my name is Zoe. I am a 
20 something because i'm not gonna tell y'all age because yet then y'all call me old but um <laughs> I'm, from, I'm from new york city i'm from the bronx um and i have a podcast called shade with your tea where we talk we where i oh see i still say we that's sad um where I talk about sex um, and relationships and lifestyles and kinks and all that kind of stuff. So definitely tune in. We, I post every Wednesday. I almost said we again. I post every Wednesday. Um, sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I don't. Um, and make sure you follow the IG page because I do lots of questions, lots of comments, that kind of stuff. So check that out. Definitely. Everybody go follow my friend. Her podcast is lovely. Damn. And Tynell, because I know you definitely want to be on there. Sweeter the berry. Wait, order the berry. Sweeter the juice. Oh, isn't it darker the berry, sweetheart? Talk your shit, sir. Oh, girl. Don't Rest in peace play. to your DMs. Don't play. Well, subscribe to his OnlyFans too. <laughs> Listen, I support sex workers, so I might. So slide that shit in my DM because I will. Because I do it. <laughs> I want to be friends with sex workers so bad. I don't know why. Like, I just have this fascination that I need to be friends with them so they can just tell me their life stories or put me on stuff. Like, yeah. How do you feel about OnlyFans? I love it. I, I think it's I amazing. It. Like, I loved it before it became, like, a thing. Like, I'm kind of annoyed that, like, celebrities are doing it now because, yeah. like, you have all this money. The audacity of you to ask more of us. Like, right. who the fuck says that I want to look at Black China's fake ass? I don't. I don't find no interest in that. Right. Like, I'm not paying nine fifty to FaceTime you. Like, it's just stupid right. shit. Or Casanova. I don't give two shits about your dick. Like, <laughs> I want to see Simone Richards from Twitter Pop, put, like, come on. Like, I want to see all that kind of shit. The unknown bitches that's on Twitter. Like, right. I want to see that. I want to see the Twitter porn. Your, on, your on. casual Instagram person that you follow, or the casual Twitter person that you follow, and you want to see their quality shit. I, I don't want to see no love and hip hop chicken. I love the, the conversations that they have. Like, oh my gosh, I'm, in, I'm obsessed with Twitter because I feel like the Twitter um, crowd. And the IG crowd is so different because everyone on Twitter don't got nothing else to do but talk shit. Mm -hmm. So um, the conversation that we just had was, why am I paying for OnlyFans if Pornhub is free? Because curiosity. Like, right. this bitch wants me to pay 20 a month to see her pussy? I'm going to slide that. <laughs> I'm going to give you that. And don't let it be somebody fine that's that you've been following for a long time. Because you're, you're going to subscribe. You can have that. You can have that. Like, you think I want to see all these famous porn stuff? I've seen Skin Diamonds pussy left, right, sideways, up and down, inside out. I don't want to see it again. I want to see this bitch on Twitter that I've been following for a while. She's been talking some crazy shit. I want to see what she really about to do. Because right. I'm curious. You can take my 20. You can take, <laughs> take, take that. Go eat for the month, okay? Here's your grocery money. Exactly. You're welcome. I'm going to slide my number on the, in there, too. Because right. once outside is open, I'm on that ass. I'm Here's a tip, you. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Take my damn <laughs> I'm so serious. Like, I love... I love it. But it has to be some, like, fire, fire female. I, I can't... I can't do it with anyone. Like, I right. feel like I definitely have a type. Like, as far as, like, into women, I'm definitely into femmes. So... 
I need the pretty girl kind of thing. Like, because if I wanted a stud, I would date a guy. So, (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, there you go. So, any females in there? Hey, (laughs) period. What's up? Well, thank you, Zoe, so much for coming on to the Devon oh, Hour. You are like, you're my first guest of this new little Instagram series that I'm doing. Yay. So, girl, you pop, you pop my cherry. Okay. You did what you needed to do. Everybody's first, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it was so nice having you. Um, Everybody go follow her podcast. Shade with your T is amazing. Um, You can find on Instagram, Shade is with a three instead of an E. Yeah. So go follow my girl. Go hit her up. Go be a guest. She has an amazing podcast. It's more than just sex, of course. It's a whole lot of other things that get addressed on that show, too. So go follow her. Go follow her. She's so dope. And I can't wait to be on your show. Me, too. The thing is, I like. I want you to do like a call-in, but I really feel like the episode that we're going to have is going to be like in person, and it's going to have some fucking wine, and we're going to just talk <laughs> some shit. And I'm just so ready for it. Like It's in my head. So I'm telling you, like like I said at the beginning, you right. are not forgotten. It's just in my head, I need our episode to be in person because it's going to be so explosive. Like, yeah. it's going to be so easy. And I'm excited for it. But like I said, don't don't think I forgot about you. I love you too much. Miss to right. Corona, I'm going to need you to end your shit, open up back outside, period. Please, <laughs> out because I got shit to do. Right. Come on. Like, I'm ready to go outside. It's snowing in May now. Like, come on. I got right. shit to do, man. <laughs> Exactly. Hey, Rye. <laughs> so, thank you for coming on. Everybody, make sure you follow the Devin Hour podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure you follow me at Devin Two Woke everywhere. And then that's that. Thank you. Ooh, bitch, bird. Thank you. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> that was that. That was that German chocolate cake that just burped right up. <laughs> this just slapped. It really did. It was good as hell. So thank you everybody for tuning in and look out for FedEx it to me, but you know, the way Corona's going, I won't get it till next year. Right. (laughs) Bring it for the episode. Have a right. Thank you for everybody (laughs) for tuning in to this podcast. Um, we have more on Tuesday. We have Kristen from Black Talk Radio. That's gonna be dope. We're gonna be talking about being a black creator within the media. So there you go. So until next time, bye-bye. Bye, Zoe. Love you. Bye.